0: it's december 3rd to be exact 4th in your time the uh, time this thing goes live uh, yeah it's been a year so uh, we're almost done maybe who knows i always say i feel like the past just few years is like oh a new year okay all right what's next like <laughs> that's exactly it I, i'm afraid of 2024 right. like <laughs> It's like baby New Year is Chucky. Awesome, nice. <laughs> uh, well, uh, as we do every um, every year, we're gonna uh, kind of go over our uh, kind of the, the, the best games we played uh, this year. Um, we're doing it a little earlier. the The calendar kind of falls weird um, this this month in that. You know, because we, we record shows on Sundays. Well, if we were to do a regular show this week, and then two weeks from now, two the the and then do games two weeks from now, when we do our movie show, which is one of our personal favorite episodes of the year, mm-hmm. uh, that would fall on New Year's Eve. Uh, which, and I'm not a huge party goer, but uh, you know, it was kind of like to try to figure out how to move things around, and and also I just wanted to make sure that you know, knowing that that is. I, it, it's my personal favorite episode of the year. Um, yeah, mine too. And I, I know you enjoy it uh, as well. Um, I was like, well, let's kind of move things around. And and I watched some pretty uh, bad movies. I will say I watched uh, The Good Mother, which is a <clears throat> Hilary Swank movie. And the only reason I watched this movie is because it was filmed and set in my hometown of Albany, New York. Ugh. And I was like, finally – what I was, it was set in Albany. So I, I was, I was fully expecting to join the, the the countless, you know, thousands of people who get excited to see their hometown on screen just to look at the Atlanta skyline. Uh, <laughs> right, right. But that that didn't happen. They actually filmed it in Albany, and I was like, oh holy shit! I used to, you know, try <laughs> to buy that place. I don't know who in Albany Hillary Swank spoke to when coming up with the accent for her character. <laughs> I can tell you that I lived in Albany for a long time. My mom is from there. All of my uncles grew up there. You know, uh, my grandmother, grandfather, like, so my, my Albanian uh, roots run deep, and I have never in my entire life of living in Albany, New York, heard anyone... <laughs> Speak the way this woman did. I Linda was like, Well what's it sound like? I was like, It's like if Long Island and Boston had a shitty baby and that is not <laughs> how it's like when, you know, when, when you you know, like they, they do shows, and it, something is set in Alabama, and you're like, no one in Alabama talks like that. Like this was basically yes. what, and I just was like, all I could think of was that someone decided to fuck with Hillary Swank. They were like, oh, Hillary Swank's coming by, she wants to talk to somebody, you know, get a feel for you know the Albany accent. They're like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> and then they did their worst Boston accent yeah, just right. to fuck with her, because I was like, I don't know. I don't know what that is. I do not know what that is. <laughs> and the movie wasn't the movie wasn't very good, but you know. But you know.
1: I saw uh I saw my favorite movie of the year this weekend.
0: What's that? Oh. Uh yeah, yeah what's that?
1: Yeah, I went to uh I went to a theater in Auburn, Alabama and watched the new Toho Godzilla movie. Oh. And that is a sentence I yeah. Never would have believed I I would say out loud.
0: It's playing five like ten minutes from me. I was shocked. I was like, wait yeah. So you, yeah. did, you didn't play Thanksgiving, but you're fucking playing Dr. One? <laughs> like what is happening right now? Yeah. Yeah. So I still need to see it, but oh yeah. I mean uh, that's awesome. I'm glad I'm glad you were able to go and, and I, I look forward to, to hearing uh to hearing all Spiller about Spoiler alert it. for the best movies. Yeah. Show and, there. <laughs> well, there's still time. There's still there's still there a is weeks. true. You might, That's you might, true. You might watch something that uh, that does you know does better than that. Um, all right. So before we get into favorite games, I, really, I want to touch real quick on a couple things. Um, the first is that I I did uh, I bought a I mentioned this in the last show I bought a Steam Deck. OLED, or OLED, however the fuck you pronounce it. Um, so, I, you know, when the Steam Deck first came out, I was, it was kind of like one of those things where I was like, I wanted one, but I really didn't have a reason to get one. And I didn't have a reason to get this one. <laughs> but, you know, having bought a Switch OLED, and that screen is so nice. It's just like, I don't know. I just kind of like was like, I want it. I'm going to get it. That was basically the sum total mm-hmm. of my thought process. Um, and then with the, the, the Steam sale coming up in the in the holiday, and, uh, and so so it finally arrived um, in time for me to take advantage of that sale. And I will say, you know, kind of similar to you know for you, like you don't buy stuff when it comes out so mm-hmm. for consoles. So like when you by the time you you know maybe get around to buying games or you wait until they're on sale, you know you're not paying seventy bucks. You're paying twenty bucks or you know thirty bucks, right? Like that um, you know as much as I don't like um buying digital only games you know at a certain price point i i also don't like care um so like when the steam sale was on i got like divinity because i was this we'll we'll get into this when we talk about our favorite games this was the year i replayed a lot of games and realized you know that Mm -hmm. my my stance on not replaying games is really kind of faltered so like, I got Divinity Original Sin 1 and 2, which are two f- uh, phenomenal games together for, like, 20 bucks. I got Half-Life was free. Half-Life 2 was 99 cents. Episodes 1 and 2 were, like, a buck or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I bought a bunch of shit for it um, so that, I mean, I'm not going to run out of things. And then, like, the Epic Game Store had, you know, Deliver Us Mars, which is the sequel to Deliver Us the Moon, free. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and a bunch of shit like that. and And... I mean, it, it's a very, it's a pretty impressive piece of of hardware, and the fact that you can switch it over to like desktop mode and then install kind of third party shit like remote play on that. I do remote play on it um, from the PlayStation. Somehow, it is more. It looks better and and it's more consistent than the official Sony app. I don't know how that's possible. And I don't know yeah. if maybe like the Sony app running on my laptop if like that but like when you play it 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 looks like I'm playing it on my TV. And maybe it's just the screen that the 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 Switch Deck screen is better than my my laptop screen. I don't know. But you know, and 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 the 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 flexibility to map different controls and things like that, you know, uh, is is great. Um so I mean there's they you know because it's a computer you know there's there's more futzing which i forgot how much i fucking hate having to futz with Mm -hmm. like like you put it like as much as people talk about you know whatever console gamers is filthy casuals like there is no greater joy than just putting something in a console and going yeah it works like i mean admittedly there's still day one patches and shit like that but like you, the 17 different graphical say, um, settings <laughs> that you know that you have to try to go through to figure out the right combination for your particular footprint like you don't worry about that it's just like right. do you want quality mode or do you want performance mode and, and maybe there's some small things like just to fit more like oh i like a bigger field of view or whatever mm-hmm. but for the most part like it's gonna go how it goes like that is still to me unmatched. And then on the Xbox side, with them going like, "Whatever, put the fucking game you want in, and we'll if if it's got a if it's got a Series X upgraded version, we'll just grab it for you." It's not like the PlayStation where they're like, "Oh, have you been playing this PS4 game for like fifty hours? Didn't you know you could have downloaded the PS5 version free?" Oh, sorry, homie. Yeah. Also, by the way, they are not shared trophies, uh, and your progress doesn't follow over. Anyway, good times, right? <laughs> Um, so, you know, as much as like, it's, it's really cool in the Steam Deck to be able to have that flexibility for things like emulators or be able to do like remote play or, or whatever. Um, you know, that, that futzing that you still might have to do is still there. And I, I am not a fan, mm. but that being said, you know, as an actual handheld device, I mean, it, it's fucking great. Like the, the track pads on it, I mean, are very responsive. The buttons are very responsive, you know. They're they it's it's very solid. Um, you know, the venting is such that it's always it's venting away from you, so it's like your hand, your hands don't get hot or anything. The screen is absolutely gorgeous. I mean, it just looks amazing. Um, and and uh, yeah, so I mean, I I haven't like really. I've, I've basically just been using it for remote play, which is silly. Um, but I I you know I have a ton of games, and then and then you know I have a dock that. It can connect to my TV. So, the games mm. that I bought, it's not just like handheld. Like, I can connect it to my TV. And when I, you know, start playing Divinity from the beginning, I could just be like, okay, throw the dock and connect to the TV and, and, and we're off to the races. So, um, and I want to give a shout out to Jace, our, our friend. Um, you know, he was, you know, obviously, you know, Jace loved his Steam Deck. And Jace is, you know, as we've talked before, he's an extremely positive person. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, like, you know, and, and he's also a very, very helpful. So, like, when he kind of heard that I was like, you know, thinking about it, he was just like, oh, it's great. You know, I mean, he was, you know, he was very, but not like all you, you know, he, I mean, he, he was very encouraging, but also like super helpful. Uh, like, before I even got it, he was like, okay, here's how you set up remote play. Here's how you set up Xbox streaming. Here's how you could throw windows on it. You know, if I had a question, I would ask it within five, 10 minutes. I'd have an, like, I mean, just, mm-hmm. I, and I think that anytime you're buying a new piece of hardware, having someone like Jace to help you when you're answering questions and like, and make it easier is like, I highly recommend it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, I mean, I mean, aside from the fact, he's just a genuinely good guy. I mean, his enthusiasm for it, you know, really comes through. It's like, it's, it's, it's almost like he, he, you know, he wants to help you because he wants to help you, but also he genuinely enjoys his and wants you to enjoy it too. So, you know, how do I, how do I make that happen? So thank, thank you to him. Um, for for you know putting up with all of my um, my pestering and and whatnot, but uh, um, you know, and I mean, Valve—they just—it's a—I mean, it's really a—it's a—it's—it's a, it's a, it's, it's a pretty—it's a really solid piece of equipment. Um, you know, I, I I never had that. Didn't they have like a Steam? controller and some other thing like i never fucked with any of that shit before so i don't I think know. so yeah i don't know what the build quality and those things were but you know i mean they definitely did not did not half-ass it like they they took it seriously
1: some kind of a console or something didn't yeah they?
0: yeah yeah similar to the um the nvidia the shield yeah yeah like yeah stream yeah yeah so but um and then and then real quick um <laughs> I've been playing um, Lost Judgment, which is a sequel to. So it's it's like a Yakuza game, but it's a it's a spinoff um, in that it's it's not really set in that that universe, but it's the same style of, of game. Uh, mm. And I play I played Judgment before. Lost Judgment ended up being a free PlayStation game, and, and I'm only telling this story because it's just how to, to just kind of talk about how stupid I am as a human being. So in Lost Judgment. Um, you are a detective. You, you're, uh, you, you, you play Yagami, which is the same guy for the first one. And you get hired by some guys Some guys from the first game. They open up their own detective agency. So you get hired to um, uh, investigate bullying at this private high school. Um, and the way you start investigating bullying is by kicking the shit out of teenagers, which is, <laughs> is hilarious. Like, literally, you show up on campus – and you <laughs> kick this shit out of some teenagers. And I'm like, I don't think that's how you're supposed like to a, with, address bullying, but whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so in every, you know, Yakuza game, like a dragon game, you know, there's always like a huge, like a bevy of mini games. And, you know, in some of them you've, you, there's been like a real estate game or like you're, mm-hmm. you're, a club manager, you know, whatever it is in, in lost judgment you are you think that one of the enemies from the first game is somehow infiltrated the school and is like making the kids engage in delinquent behavior so you infiltrate you you, you pose as an advisor to these various clubs in order to find out what's going on and there's a there's a dance club you know, it starts off normal, like oh, you're in you're you're helping out with the dance club. Okay, then you're helping out with the robotics club. It's like all right. Then oh, hey, um, there's some skateboarders. It's not a skateboarding club, but there's some students. It's like oh, okay, I'll go skateboard with them. Then oh, uh, there's an underground. Uh, there's a boxing. There's an underground motorcycle race racing ring. Some chicks, a bartender at a girls' bar. Like I mean, it just goes way out of what you would expect high schoolers. But the thing is when I first started I did the dance club, I did the robotics club and as I'm playing through the main story I'm wondering why it is I can't progress the school stories any further cuz every time I would go to the list of them they'd say can't progress can't progress can't progress and I was like okay whatever right. like it's very odd like I thought you know these games usually like any other open world games you've got the side things that you can kind of do whenever so right. I get super far in this game like people are dead. We've found out that this thing goes all the way to the fucking top. Like, I mean, it. we've uncovered basically found out that we've found out the motivations of who's doing what. Like, it's, it's this is not just a bullying thing. I mean, there's lies on top of lies. Friends have become enemies. Enemies have become friends. Like, it's a huge thing. And this whole time I'm like, alright. Like, so I for the past Week and a half, two weeks have had one main story goal, which is go to bed. (laughs) But on a lark, I went to the high school at night and I stopped in the dance class and they're like, because the way you know you can progress is it'll be like, like for the dance thing, you can do, you can learn a new song. So then I go, they didn't have a new song. So I went up to the robotics club and they're like oh, are you ready for the semifinal, for this match? And I was like, oh, shit. So I go to do the match. And then that that raises a stat. Next thing you know, I'm getting a message. I, in, I have been on the same evening for the past two weeks, <laughs> and I have done like f- f- 12 different robotics tournaments, a dance tournament. I've sparred with 16 different boxers. I've done mm. Like, 15 different motorcycle races. I did five skateboarding uh, tournaments, four Virtual Fighter 5 matches. Um, I've gotten drunk at a bar, like, six times. This is all in one night because I was so stupid, and I didn't realize I had to go up to the fucking robotics club. And then it was just this avalanche of, like – because the way it works is, like, there's these four st- stats – and clubs only raise certain stats. But once you raise a stat, then you can go do things for the other. And uh, for the photography club. So he is so tired because for the past two weeks, all he's supposed to do is go to bed. And I'm like, I can't go to bed because we have uh, the dance championships and the robotics clubs in the finals. And I got to go get drunk to hit on this uh, fucking bartender in the hopes that this underage bartender wants to talk to me. Which how fucking creepy is that? Yeah. But that's again, amazing. it's I don't think it's all my fault because it I was well, looking and it was like can't progress and I was like, "All right, well that's kind of weird, but whatever." Yeah.
1: Did you play Shinmu? Have you ever played Shinmu? No. All right, mm-hmm. so I had a very similar thing happen in Shinmu where because um, you know the whole thing with Shinmu is you're looking for your dad, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And at one point um these guys you think may have some information, you find they their dock workers. And so you get a job uh, in a shipyard or whatever, driving a forklift. Mm-hmm. And you have to do a certain amount of, of you're basically just moving crates and you have to move them from like one shipping container or whatever to a different one. Mm-hmm. And and there's they give you a little a little diagram of the path that you're supposed to drive. And but you have to do a certain amount and, and the you know, the game happens and it's not real time, obviously it happens, you know, faster, but but you have to do a certain amount and I kept failing. Um, following the route so i found a quicker way and the way if you if you're meeting your your quota at at a certain point on like day three you're supposed to get like attacked by these Mm -hmm. these guys right and it never happened Mm -hmm. and i was like what is wrong with this i i this was back before the you know the internet stuff so i remember Putting the game down. I talked about doing this before with, like, perfect dark. Yeah, perfect dark. I put the game down, drove to Walmart, got the the guide off the, the the rack, looked through the guide, read what I was supposed to do. Back to the apartment. I'm still driving. I'm still driving. It it took me probably a week to realize that – and I made so much money because I kept <laughs> – He's like working work
0: overtime yeah, Christmas, like my, Thanksgiving
1: <laughs> like, like my work day kept ending and I kept getting paychecks and he was I could a not union get this, president. I, could, I couldn't get this attack to trigger. And so I had I made enough money that the week that I was stuck doing this that I never had to worry about money for the rest of the game <laughs> <laughs> and, and what I was doing, I found a faster route it than, than the one on the paper. Oh, and it didn't disqualify me for for going that way. I, I like took a little shortcut, so I was steady fucking working for like a week, <laughs> a week in real time, which in the game was probably like a month or two. <laughs> so try, and I was supposed to get attacked on day three of the game. So, so yeah. how
0: how did you end up then? Like, I just getting...
1: I just I was like oh, I said maybe I'm not supposed to take the shortcut.
0: I'll, I was
1: oh like, I was like I'm gonna have to start the game over like I was like I don't know what to do like the game's broken <laughs> and so I like I remembered they'd given me that little diagram and I was like well let me just try and see if I can hit the hit the get the right amount of stuff in the timer uh uh-huh. see and then fucking sure enough I ran it I ran that little route and and I got it fast enough at that point I was so goddamn good on the forklift. I didn't have to work back. <laughs>
0: So, so yeah You're like doing and, donuts out in the parking lot right like
1: it, uh, sure enough day three i get jumped <laughs> i got to progress the game but i was a fucking billionaire Yeah, i, <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> <laughs> I could have hired somebody to find
0: my dad <laughs> yeah right <laughs> uh, that's funny yeah yeah, so I mean, it's you know, and and the thing is, it's it's you know, I again, I don't, I don't necessarily think it's because, you know, I don't think it's it's all my fault, but um, I I the fact that I've been spending this one evening doing nothing but school stories is entirely my fault. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know how much is left in the game, and I'm sure, and I know you could do stuff afterwards, but I was just like, no, we're fucking doing them, like. <laughs> hell of a night (laughs) that's the thing it's like the first time i did the dance tournament i went at night and they're like all right we got the tournament i'm like really it's like 10 o'clock at night like everybody's okay like all right maybe i don't i've never been to to japan i don't know how they do things like maybe they take their dance nights very seriously so that's right who knows all right So, uh, you know, this was a a weird... I don't have nearly as many games to talk about um, as we normally do. And it's not because I played fewer games. I think it's because a lot of the games I played just really were not all that great. Like, I played them and I finished them. But, like, I had, like, a a slew of, like, you know, Forspoken, Atlas Fallen, Mm -hmm. you know, the... Immortals of Avium, where yeah, I played them a bunch, but I would not recommend people play those games. I wouldn't say they were they were the best. They passed the time, um, right. so I, I had like a lot of shit like that. Um, so my my list is way smaller than um, than normal. Um, yeah,
1: I kind of have the opposite. I, I didn't play a lot, um, but the ones I did play, I enjoyed most of them. Yeah, um, but but I will say again, uh, the caveat to that is I finished almost none of them. So yeah, uh, I'm still playing most of these. It's just uh, I either got stuck or something else came out, or you uh-huh. know, I or a new Destiny season happened, and so uh, I will talk about games without having finished. Let's see, um, yeah, any of them. I haven't finished any <laughs> of these.
0: So. <laughs> so how many do you have? Just so that. Uh
1: I have one, two, three,
0: four, five, seven. Okay, that sounds about the same as me. All right. Uh, well, why don't you go first?
1: All right. Uh, I will start things off with um, one that uh, one. This one you can't finish. Um, it's just and a lot of the stuff for me when I when I play these games, uh, particularly games that aren't story driven. Like it, it's all it's not so much the game as it is like. The experience of playing it and so uh the the gun media who were behind the te- the friday 13th uh, game that i enjoyed so much dropped the texas chainsaw massacre mm-hmm. on us this year and uh for about two weeks there uh, i played it quite a bit i won't say quite a bit but a good amount of time with my brother and, and gene and uh, another friend of ours and yeah it's it's more of the same um only like you know they they're kind of it's not it's not as janky as Friday was and they're kind of you know they they know their way around these games at this point uh and but but it has that same uh attention to detail and just you know love for the source material that they put into friday um and so uh you know it's it's one of those things where you know it's it's survivors versus killers and only in this one instead of just the one killer there's four mm-hmm. or three or four um at a time out there. But you know, same thing. The other thing is like, you know, it's not. There's only like three maps. It's just one of those things that they're going to add to over time and stuff. But as a core, just gameplay experience, uh, it, it's a lot of fun with you know the right people and the right you know kind of mindset and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, I just that's one of those things where if it's going to take either me or, or my brother or Gene be like, hey, let's play, you know, Texas Chainsaw, and I'd be like, fuck yeah, let's play that.
0: Right. But it's right.
1: not something I'm going to just be like, I'm going to go home and play Texas Chainsaw today. Like that's just not right. Gonna,
0: right. Right, yeah, okay. Um, so for me, the first thing I'm going to talk about it, it's actually not a game; it's a piece of hardware. Um, it's not the Steam Deck. So I bought, and, and again, this uh, this was somewhat based on uh, something that Jason posted. I bought a Nitro Deck from CRKD, um, which is I I had been. Uh, We'll kind of get to this. I had been playing my Switch, and I I play my Switch mostly in handheld mode. And I had been playing it for a while. And my, I used to play it with I would I would take the screen out and then I had like a an 8-bit Do controller and use that. But then I just like I started playing it like with the Joy Cons attached, and they like it was I found it uncomfortable. Like the edges of it kind of dug into my palms. And then, like, the one wouldn't connect. Like, I'd be trying to get, like, I'd slap it in and it wouldn't connect. And, you know, Joy-Cons are some of the worst, like, (laughs) (laughs) long-term performing pieces of hardware that I think for any console that have ever been created. Like, they just Mm -hmm. do not last. And so, Jason sent a review. He posted the Discord. And what 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 the Nitro deck is, is it's basically a shell with controllers built into it and you take the screen part of the switch and it's it's a USB-C connector so it connects to the bottom of the switch it doesn't need to be recharged it's all like mechanical uses the I don't know how uses I guess it uses power from the switch itself and mm-hmm. so you just slide the screen in you connect it and it fucking works it's chunky and it, mm-hmm. it adds weight to it. And that in fact that was one of the things when, when the Steam Deck first came out, people were like, Oh my god, it weighs so much more than the Switch. And and this for me, I they're weigh pretty much the same. So I was already used to that extra heft. But it's mm-hmm. very solid. The 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 controllers are um they're um um there's a certain I forget what they're they're not like magnetic or something. Um they're zero drift um mm. so so you don't have the, the the drifting of of a joy-con it it's it's got back triggers so you can map the back triggers to it and and it's it's a control it's the it's it it connects to it like it's not like you're connecting via bluetooth it it goes right through the USB-C, so there's no lag at all it's extremely mm. solid um and it it feels fantastic and it this thing has just like absolutely like it made me fall in love with my switch all over again like i i'm like i don't care about playing it docked like i i pref- much prefer this thing and it's it's like 60 bucks i think which you know if you've ever bought the official it's actually on sale now for like fifty. I mean, the mm-hmm. official third-party Switch or uh, first-party Switch controller is like seventy dollars. Which I had one, and that one started having problems too. Like, I mean, it, it's it's a it's a very solid piece of kit. I highly recommend it. If you do get it, you know, I recommend getting one of the retro color ones because it comes with a free case and and some, mm-hmm. uh, joystick toppers, and you'll actually save money that way. But yeah, like it it is it is it's fantastic. Like I played, we're going to be talking about one of the games I played over 170 hours uh, of this one game, mostly with this dock. And I mean, my, my hands never got tired. It felt fantastic. It, it has not like, it still feels the buttons feel as responsive, as clicky, as solid as it did um, when I first got it. So I, I highly recommend it. You know, nice. if you if you have someone in your family that that plays a lot of it's it's Switch, not Switch Lite, because you have to be able to remove the Joy-Con. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have like someone in your family who who plays a lot of Switch in handheld mode, you know, and you're thinking of something for them um, for the holidays, it's it's a no-brainer. I see nice. yeah,
1: that. The, my, I need something like that because I play mine handheld all the time too, but. Um, it hurts my hands after a while even and and, uh,
0: and mine did too and i mean this <clears> completely <throat> like it's 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 fantastic yeah yeah
1: yeah nice all right um so next for me is another one um <clears throat> again it's not story it's kind of story driven but like it's not the kind of thing that i give a shit about the story it for me has been um just just the definition of pick up and play you know i pick up. it's exo um <clears throat> it's on game pass and that's I was looking forward to it because they kind of teased that it might sort of be a new Dino Crisis mm-hmm. um, with that one character they, they showed in the, the uh, announcement trailer. It's not it, – it's very much a um, third-person squad-based hero shooter mm-hmm. um, where you basically um, shoot dinosaurs in this simulation because you're training to you know fight whatever for this federation or something. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and, and it's just, just pure – fun it's just Mm -hmm. so much fun to see the power of these new consoles and what they're capable of and when it's flooding the screen with uh these portals open up and and it says summoning raptors and fucking hundreds of raptors just pouring out of this portal right yeah and and you see you know you and you you play with uh your three um three squad mates and uh as far as I know, there's no AI. You have to play with people. So it's basically like running the Strike and Destiny. It's like it's a PvE thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time you play it, and I almost stopped playing it because of this, it runs you through and you run through the simulation and you're playing in real time against another squad of four people and you're kind of racing the clock. You're trying to do better than they are mm-hmm. to get to the, the end. But then what the game does at that point, the first time you play it is at the end, it then turns you against the other squad to see who's ultimately gets the win. Uh, And that's then it becomes like a PVE VP. And I was pretty disappointed. I was like, I don't want to do the PVP part. Right. Um, but you get to turn that off after the first match, and I, oh, I read that, cool. and I was like, "Holy shit, that's great!" So yeah. instead of fighting against the other team, at the end it spawns like a boss, of dinosaur, a big dinosaur, okay, uh, and and it just keeps on with you racing. But it's it's just a third person shooter, um, very um, anime ish, and like you know, you're you're in wearing like exo suits and shit yeah. like that. So uh, it's a gorgeous game, but like I said, just just. Watching hundreds of raptors fall out of a portal and it's like just charging right. at you. And so, and it's it's just and you just hold down the you know hold down the button and then you have your abilities to charge. And my favorite is the little, uh, little I don't know his name, the little sharpshooter character because um, I got my little machine gun and then you got your uh-huh. shoulder missiles and all that shit. And there's like tank characters and there's support characters. Um, very much a Capcom ish version of like something like Overwatch, but it's PVE instead. Wow,
0: that sounds awesome. But,
1: but the matches take I don't know maybe. 10 15 minutes. Oh, okay. I play I play one. Like I'll do something like, you know, if Destiny has an update or something. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'll just run a match of XO Primal, you know, whatever. Right. right. And it's just it's just fun. It's just pure fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um Okay. So uh I had two two games that um well, more than that, actually. I mean when you consider one of them was actually four games. Um so, that I, I, as I mentioned before, I kind of got away from my I don't replay games. Um, so I, I will say I did, uh, along with replaying these games I'll talk about, I did replay Metroid Prime Remastered. And uh, yeah, I just do not have the patience or the reflexes. Uh, <laughs> like I didn't finish it um, because I got to the Metroid Prime fight and on the way there, you know, and where you're kind to switch missile types and the Metroid, t- and I was just like, nope, I've, I've, I've beat this game once, I'm yeah. good. You know, all just <laughs> for like a cutscene where she just runs to her ship, and right. I was like, I've done it once, I don't need to do it again. And it, and it kind of taught me, like, yeah, I'm good until four. Like, I don't need to redo uh, right. the other one. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, Might and Magic Clash of Heroes, mm. one of my all-time favorite games um, on the DS. Um, they did a. Uh, they they came out with a. Uh, not it's not a remake. It's just a, you know, kind of enhanced version for the Switch, and the PC, and much like on the DS, I played the shit out of it. Um, I did everything. I leveled up every character fully, even if I wasn't planning on using them. Um, you know, I I wish you know I was kind of excited because they're like oh all the DLC, and I thought oh there's extra missions in the, and there aren't. What it is is that. You can do um, matches against the AI, and you can pick. So as you play the game, you're locked into the character that you play. There's there's like five different stories. So, you know when you're playing as you know one of the knights, you're always playing a particular knight. Um, but when you mm-hmm. do this. Sc- the matches against the ai you can play against some of the people you played against you can play against like you know a whole there's a whole roster of of characters um and they added that's where the dlc they added like new characters to that so i was a little disappointed oh, okay. i was kind of hoping that would be more story but it was still like so much fun and i mean you know same same as with with the last game it was just like oh, let me just do one more turn. Let me just do one more turn and then like I'm sitting on the couch, Linda's asleep, You and know, I'm like holy <laughs> shit, I got to get up in the morning, you know. Yeah. That that feeling and um and it was a, it was a really great uh, port. You know, it was super stable, never had any problems with it. It was it was and and, and I just forgotten how much I love the game and you know uh you know there was a time when kind of match 3 games were the 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 thing and they've they really have kind of fallen away. And, you know, mm-hmm. this game, you know, added a, a level of depth and complexity and strategic thinking to that idea of a match three that we really haven't seen since. And I, and I felt like this was kind of like the last, almost like the last hurrah that that genre. And I would love, you know, beyond like, you know, like a Candy Crush or something like that, which, yeah, you know, like. Those type of things kind of moved more to like mobile devices. Like I would love to see a new version of this because it was—I mean, it's one of my favorite games, and and it, and it holds up extremely well.
1: Nice. I haven't played that. <clears throat> um, okay, let's see what I want to do next. I'll, I'll do I'll do Armored Core next. Um, Armored Core uh, Six: Fires of Rubicon. I uh, mm. was very much looking forward to. Better
0: man than me. I've never tried it. <laughs> <laughs> well i mean like you know i i
1: talked about it on, on when it first came out and i got my hands on it um whatever episode that was but uh big fan of the series played the shit out of the ps1 um all of them on ps1 for some reason skipped the 360 era one i think mm-hmm. there's one or two uh and i do want to go back and get those uh but yeah uh amazing mech combat kind of build your own robot uh uh, shooter there um, from game uh, but not as difficult as a souls in my opinion mm-hmm. uh, now that may just be because I like big robots way more than I like knights and dragons and stuff mm-hmm. uh, and I'm more willing to uh, you know take my licks and, and keep coming back to it um, that said um, uh, I've put probably 20 hours on it and I think I'm in chapter two mm-hmm. so uh, it, it's very it's a it's more forgiving but it's still not very forgiving when it comes to but the thing with this one is you can replay older missions you you go into the shop and you kind of just fuck with builds and stuff like that and i feel like that's something you don't really do in the souls games And i I can't really speak to it because i don't i've never played any of them really um but that's where the fun for this comes in for me it's it's very much like you know you're playing with your own little transformer there and you you know but it's, it's it's a gorgeous game, and if you're the type of person who likes to, you know, get into a garage with a big robot and just fuck with, what do these arms do? What does this gun do? Stuff like that. You know, what, what if I put the tank treads on and I get the extra armor and, you know, I'm slower, but what if, you know, yeah. I could take damage? Stuff like that. So it's kind of just tinkering with, with a big robot, and uh, it's done to... Uh, A level i've never seen before like it is polished to hell and back it's a gorgeous game Mm -hmm. um single player story driven i think there's a small multiplayer where it's like one-on-one against you know just taking your build and going up against somebody else or something like that Mm -hmm. um i don't fuck with that at all Uh, but it's one i you know i got stuck on i kind of hit a wall on it yeah and and uh i've i've got to get back to at some point um but as with most things, the new Destiny season came out, and I right. kind of it to the wayside.
0: So right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, as as is the way, uh, for sure. Um, <clears throat> okay, so next one for me, um, I alluded to this when when I talked about you know kind of um, you know when I talked about the deck. So um, when so I still have not played Baldur's Gate three, uh, partly because it was only. Um, available digitally. Um, they Larian just announced um, a, few, a couple weeks ago that there's a physical version. I've already pre-ordered it and have paid way more because I was like seventy dollars for digital. No thanks. Uh, has a hundred with shipping, uh, but at <laughs> least I get stickers. Like I get a lot yeah. of stickers and some patches and some shit. So I, I'm pretty excited. Um, you know, I mean, I, I it doesn't you know anybody who saw the news that was just like Sony's like, oh, hey, did you ever buy TV shows to watch your PlayStation? Yeah, you don't get those anymore. And you're like, what <laughs> the fuck? Like that, I mean, physical, like I, as I said before, you know, if I'm spending $20 on five Steam games, if they go away and I've played them before, yeah, okay, who gives a shit, right? right. But like if I, um, you know, if I'm spending $70 on a game, I, I want to know that that's not going anywhere. Yep. So when they announce the physical version, I, I'll pre-order for the PS3 and I will play the shit out of that game. I will play that absolutely more than once because I fucking love Baldur's Gate and I love Larian, what they did with Divinity uh, is Mm. amazing but I still haven't played 3 and I was reading something and and the article was, do you need to play Baldur's Gate 1 and 2 in order to play 3 and they were like, no, you don't and I was like, you don't have to but (laughs) I'm gonna and so I bought uh, there was a bundle on the Switch Baldur's Gate one and two for fifteen dollars. Had Baldur's Gate, uh, Baldur's Gate Seer, uh, uh, Siege of Dragon Spear, which was so Beamdog is the name of the company that did all of the Baldur's Gate ports for the Switch and the iPad and and uh, you know the con- mm-hmm. all the all the different consoles. <clears throat> so they made a custom. Uh, kind of expansion called Siege of Dragonspear, which tells the story oh, yes. of what of what happens between one and two. So this bundle has Baldur's Gate one, Black Pits, which is like a you basically start a character from scratch and you you work your way up through this like tournament. Um, I didn't do that because I don't give a shit about that. Um, mm. So it had Baldur's Gate, Siege of Dragonspear, Baldur's Gate 2, and then Throne of Ball, which is an expansion that takes place after. Plus, there's this thing called Tales of the Sword Coast, which is like, it's an expansion, but it's also, like, you can go do this stuff during the campaign of Baldur's Gate. There's, like, a, a, a wizard's tower, and you could just go to the tower and, and, and do that stuff. Fifteen bucks. And I was like, fuck yes, normally it's, like, fifty dollars. I got this right before we went to Iceland. I played it for 2 months straight and <clears> I put in over 170 hours across uh, all four games. And I I remember <coughs> how much I loved Baldur's Gate. I also remembered how much how frustrating at times <laughs> like Baldur's Gate could be and it just it was even though you know, for the purpose of do you have to play them to enjoy three? No, like no, you don't. but man, I I just had forgotten how much I love those games. I I, I, I I did a build I'd never done before. I took a I took a Berserker and then I dual class them into a mage, which was like is like one of the I, I don't I'm not like a min maxing type of person, but this was like an incredibly overpowered build because you're a fighter with who can dual wield and uh, gets an insane number of attacks and can go berserk, which makes you immune to basically all sorts of mind control, plus you hit harder, plus you're encased in magic armor, and you can stop time and fuck people up. And <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> and I was like, yes. Because, you know, the thing about Baldur's Gate and the thing about the, the rule set of Dungeons and Dragons is that when you first start, like you stub your toe, you're gonna die. You're like a peasant in the dark ages, where it's like, you know, you get a hangnail, you'll probably get an infection and die. You know, mm. like that's it's so like you the power curve in this game is is just crazy because you know, especially for like magic users, they are so fragile early on. But then late game, they're like gods. Like, the shit they can do is... <laughs> like, com- like there's a reason why when people solo these games, they typically take, like, a sorcerer or, like, a wizard right. because the, the you know, so many of the class stuff where it's like, oh, you don't get to wear armor? Well, I get magic armor, bitch. Who gives a shit? Like, I'm fucking invisible. I'm stopping time. I just called up a demon and a dragon and... And another demon, and I'm gonna sit back here and 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 eat a fucking bag of popcorn while they tear you a new asshole. Like, yeah, I'm good, <laughs> you know. Like, um, but it was just so much fun to play through all that that stuff again. And 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 I thought, oh, I'll pick entirely different characters this time around. Nope, I'm like, I like you and you and you. I'm, yeah. um, come on, let's do it. So. Um, <laughs> And it's, these games have been around for, like... I mean, the ports have been around for a long time. Like, this isn't anything new. Um, right. But I had such a good time. I mean, even some of the frustrating part And the game crashed constantly. Like, they, there was only five save slots per game. Mm-hmm. And it crashed a lot. So mm-hmm. I can't tell you. There was one time I strategized... A, I tried this one fight so many times finally got through it the fucking game crashed and I was like I put it on easy mode and I was like I don't have to prove nothing to nobody I already got that's through right it, and I'm not fucking doing it again and I put it on easy mode and I fucking whipped the ass and then I put it back because I was like I don't even feel bad about it like that's not my fault like <laughs> right <laughs> but uh, yeah I had such a good time and I can't I cannot wait to play Baldur's Gate through three part of the reason why I bought those divinity games is I was like this is perfect because they just said the physical version is going to ship Q1 2024, mm. which, you know, who knows when that is. But I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good waiting. You know, I just I can't wait. I'm I'm just <laughs> going to I'm going to play it and then I'm going to do a Dark Urge run. I'm going to just I can't I cannot wait. It's just going to be great. Nice.
1: All right. So I'm going to do uh, one that we both played, but I don't think will be on your list. Um, uh, Robocop Rogue City.
0: You are correct on both yeah. of those.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, I, yeah, I pre-ordered this. Um, I want to say last year, uh-huh. uh, or as soon as as soon as Amazon had it up for pre-order, I pre-ordered yeah. it. Uh, I, I didn't care. Um, I, I love RoboCop, and I didn't care. You know, if the game had been a complete dog shit, I still would have bought it. Uh, but I, I had you know. Played that Terminator game like we talked about this yeah. last show or the show before, so I won't spend a lot of time on it. But it's just such a love letter to to the first movie, and mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. It's it's I, I'm still playing it now. Um, the season of the Wish just dropped, and so I I haven't played it this week. But uh, I think I'm close to the end of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've just had such a fucking blast with this game. Just the the. I think, because not just like, it's yeah, it's RoboCop through and through. But also, like, I enjoy the gunplay. It's simple. Yeah. It's not overly complicated. I it's miss not. that. It, it feels, it's such a throwback to just old first-person shooters where yep. there's no cover. There's none of that bullshit. You yeah. know, you just shoot the shit out of everything. And
0: yeah, that's, uh,
1: yeah. you know, yeah. just been such like a a joy to play a game and like that again, you know, because <laughs> it's been a while.
0: It's like when I, I bought the Quake 2 port on the switch cause it was on sale and mm-hmm. it's the same thing. And you're like, Holy shit. There was a time when like you just, yeah, you would like maybe strafe bond cover. Right. But for the most part, you just shot him in the face and hope that you killed him before he killed before he you. Did, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. Um, okay. So uh, this next one is one for me, it was free on um, free with your paid subscription on game pass and i liked it so much that i wanted to have it for my trip um and i've played a ton of it uh, and that is um slay the spire so Mm. you know slay the spire you know kind of like you know how roguelites are um you know they continue to be a big draw um you know slay the spire is a roguelite and a card game kind of all in one. So you basically, uh, your goal is to get to the top of a tower and each floor, it depends on the path that you take. Um, it might be that there's a fight. It might be that you can um, buy cards. It might be that um, it, it's unknown. So sometimes that turns into a fight. Sometimes there's like certain things um, you can do to, to make your to get better, but potentially worse. Um, or there's a campfire where you can like improve your cards or um, uh, sleep and, and get health back. And there's there's four different characters, and you unlock uh, as you go go through. You don't unlock more characters. You just unlock um, better cards for them, and so. So every you know when you start fight you have a combination of like attack and defense cards and you only have so much energy um, you know and the goal just like with a lot of these games it's it's to put together kind of combinations of things that can build off of each other and it's so addictive um, and it, it it has that you know one more run cat, you mm-hmm. know kind of feel to it um, it's just it's it's really well done you you can end up with some builds that are just annihilate enemies until they don't and that's the nice thing about it is like you know you can think you're fucking hot shit and you clear uh you know like w- because the, each level is kind of broken down into um like a then a set of like you know floors so mm. you can cruise through uh, a set of floors for this this particular level and you think you're fucking hot shit uh, and then you get to the next level and you just immediately get destroyed. So it's not like the type of thing where you can just craft yourself, you know, a, a build of cards and then just like cruise through. You, you you always have to be thinking about, you know, what do I have? Should I, you know, do I have some cards that are kind of clogging up my hand? Um, you know, how how do I manage beyond just like, you know. Sometimes with these games, you feel like the tendency is just like, oh, well, I'll just get as many cards as I can. But it's not having a ton of cards. It's having the right cards. And you you definitely can, like, dilute that effectiveness if you're not careful. But, I mean, I think I paid five bucks for it, and uh, it's mm-hmm. normally more than that. It was just on sale. But, I mean, it's on Game Pass, um, and I, I highly recommend it. it it's just – it's a ton of fun. And, and the four different characters, they all play – very very like they're not even remotely the only thing that's the same about them is the just the basic mechanics of the game but mm. you know in terms – you know one of them's a robot and he like he he like channels these orbs that do different things one's like this kind of like monk warrior and she she goes into different stances that do things one's like kind of a straight up fighter and then one's like kind of a more poison based um uh, character and I mean they just play in, in completely different and require different strategies and they all have different cards so it's mm-hmm. not like you know so it's not it's not just a, a question of the, the characters themselves looking and feeling different the type of cards they have are, are different um, so yeah it it's great I love it um, and and it's more it's a rogue like unlike Dead Cells that I love Dead Cells I think it's fantastic I'm just really bad at it mm-hmm. um, it doesn't require that kind of twitch. Muscle memory, like action um, game skills that Dead Cells requires, mm-hmm. uh, or like Hero Knight, or, or requires Hades. Oh, yeah, um, but um, you know, uh, but it, it lets it lets you know people like myself get into um, you know roguelites and not roguelikes, mm-hmm. I should say, and not be a complete loser. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> there. It is. All right, so I'll go ahead and get this out of the way. Everybody knows it's coming. Um, And I don't have a a game of the year, to be honest with you. Like, I don't have one thing that really stood out for me this year. Uh Um, uh, But if I had to say my favorite game of the year, as per usual, was Destiny. Um, You know, we had Lightfall this year. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed Lightfall. I know it's, like, viewed as a lackluster DLC, um, primarily because they hyped it up as you know this big showdown between the witness and the traveler and yeah and uh, the conclusion to the campaign left a lot to be desired and i 100 uh, percent can see that uh, but but just the journey of of playing the game you know we got niamuna and mm-hmm. and i hated the cloud riders whatever the fuck they called them yeah um, i'm
0: not a fan of them
1: they sucked but outside of that you know yeah. i loved the the cyberpunk kind of setting Mm -hmm. um and um i I thought most of the seasons were good this year i don't i didn't have one standout season where i was like "Ugh, i just don't like this yeah Uh, i thoroughly enjoyed season of the witch um i think that was probably my favorite season
0: yeah i agree it was it was good it was really good um
1: so far season of the witch is kind of eh, i don't know yet yeah i mean we're one weekend uh i just speaking on like the the new the new modes or whatever, and I put new and finger quotes. Yeah. The- <laughs> for,
0: for me, it's it's this is the first season where I'm like I don't care about any of the cosmetics, and I don't like mm-hmm. the exotic is one where like like I'm sorry if you've got Galahorn, I just I don't know why. I mean, this yeah, stuff is, is cool, but right. it's like you know, nor uh, they had such a huge run of. You know, for me anyway, I know that for you, you you tend to stick with Gallahorn if you're exotic. But like, hot damn! Like, I mean, they had a, a string of of weapons where I could craft a build around them mm-hmm. and and just wreck shit. Like 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 the the you know the um that that the electric machine gun that would or uh, yeah, yeah, auto rifle that would build yep. up um you know that that charge like that and 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 a fucking arc my arc build like my ability uptime was through the fucking roof yeah um
1: yeah i've been i've actually been doing a lot more like experimenting with different loadouts here lately and and messing with builds more just because you know i've been playing solo primarily and mm -hmm. just to change it up because you know it does get stale using the same stuff over and over again yeah um and I, you know, I, that's the thing. I'm just, you know, like I, I've said a billion times, man. It's destiny's what I do. It's not. Yeah. That's not me playing a video game to me. It's it's therapy. So
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Um, once once again, it's it's the thing I played the most this year, hands down. I will say, I'm pretty disappointed that the final shape got pushed back to June and we've got a seven month season on our hands again. Yeah.
0: So
1: um, yeah. I'm looking forward to getting into the backlog and I will have more to talk about next year. On the best game show, hopefully. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like when I when
1: still, I... again, destiny just took most of my time this year and I had a good time with it.
0: Next one for me. So this is the last of the switch games and that is um, tears of the kingdom, which mostly from a technical level. I mean, that physics engine was just amazing. You know, from a story perspective, I was just like, I wasn't, you know, a direct sequel to Breath of the Wild, but also, like, I don't know, it just, this story didn't really hit for me the same way that kind of Breath of the Wild did. And I really am not a fan of open world games that, like, you finish it and then they're like, well, we're just going to dump you back to before the final battle. I like to feel like I fixed things. Right. Um, you know, but, you know, technically it was very impressive, but, you know, unlike Breath of the Wild, where, You know, I was like, I'm gonna do all the shrines. I'm gonna do all this, that, and the other. Basically, once I got to the point in this game where I was like, I can fuck this cat up. That's basically what I went and did. Um, But you know, still that physics engine and the the build, the things that people put together, fucking mechs and whatnot, Mm -hmm. it's like incredibly impressive. So. You know, I had a good time while I played it. It didn't hold my interest to the same degree that Breath of the Wild did, but um, you know, I still think, you know, it's like it's amazing to see, you know, given the the resources of the Switch as a piece of hardware, what can be done with it when you have you know an incredibly talented group of developers, um, you know, just like wringing the life out of it. Um, So, yeah, it's uh, I, I.
1: certainly respect the them from a technical standpoint is they're just not my thing and that's fine but yeah. they look amazing and the things that that the things that they they get the switch to do with it, with it being not as powerful of a console as you know the others is crazy yeah yeah with those games mm-hmm. yep all right so for, uh, speaking of the switch the the one switch thing that i have to talk about um because i started metroid dread i didn't get very far into it because something else took my interest away from it i'm gonna have to start it over because i don't even remember the controls at this point yeah um but but uh you know i talked about this i think last show uh so i won't spend again a lot of time on it um but uh i bought super mario wonder Mm -hmm. um primarily because i thought you know for goose and i to play together because we had such a good time playing super mario world on the the mini when i was at the store that day Mm -hmm. um we went back and forth between that and Donkey Kong Country, and just for eight hours—that's what we did right. <laughs> at the store that day. Um, it just had a blast, and this is um, this is—I don't know why they—they—I I know why They're, they do stuff like Odyssey, and you know they—you they, know they want Mario to be you know because everything has to be 3D, open world, right. and That and the other thing, right? But man, when they go back to just the simple mm-hmm. Mario side-scrolling formula, they are so fucking good at that. Yeah, like that's all I want, really, from Mario. Like Odyssey right. was great. I played the shit out of it. I beat it. You know, I had a good time with it. But <clears throat> this is the kind of thing where I'm get, I get more excited when when it's a Mario from like like a newer version of a Mario that I grew up playing. Right. That's exactly what this game is. It's just Super Mario. It's Super Mario World, but done to perfection. Right. You know, for 2023. Um, right. You know, it's it's instead of a raccoon, Mario turns into an elephant in this one. But but outside of that, you kind of know what you what you got going, you know, going into these. And there's replayability. There's, you know, you collect the three coins or whatever every time, or you find the secrets and shit. Or you can just run from point A to point B and finish the level. Right. You know, and go through that way. But it is just the controls, everything about it is just Nintendo perfection. Yeah. And, was and, ex- that,
0: and that was like the way the the last um Kirby game was very similar mm-hmm. in that, like, yeah, you could just make your way through the level, but my god, if you took the time and then it, un- it unlocked, like, it's almost like finishing the game was just the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's the way this is. I mean, if you want to 100% it, which, you know, I don't know if there's anything that it gives you for 100%ing it outside of saying you did, but right, I could see myself playing through this multiple times. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nice. All right, so the next one for me um, is uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. So I I liked, you know, Fallen Order just fine. Mm. Um, But, you know, they made some changes with um, Jedi Survivor that, uh, you know, won the different stances, um, really helped, you know, kind of customize Cal to feel more like your your type of character. But, Mm. you know, more importantly, I, I, I like... Star Wars properties that really kind of push forward the idea of what it means to be a Jedi, what 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 the Jedi, you know, meant. Because you know this this very kind of um, definitive black and white version of the Jedi. I've never been a fan of, you know. Mm-hmm. I I and when you consider that, you know, there's just so much more, you know, especially because like that whole like oh, you know you shouldn't have attachments was a massive failure, right? Like, Mm -hmm. like as we saw, uh, you know, in the, in the, in the clone wars and everything, you know? um, So to, to have a game that, that, you know, played as well as it did, the combat was fantastic. There were some kind of um, like, I don't want to say scripted, but um, you know, kind of scripted battle sequences that were just like absolutely, completely thrilling. Um, Mm -hmm. Powers were great. The stances were great. Um, you know, and then on top of that, it really kind of plays with this idea of what it means to be a Jedi, which it which it should, because the whole point is that the Jedi Order is basically gone. So the people <coughs> who are like Cal, what he's doing is he's chasing the dreams of a of a Jedi who who was trying to find a world that the Jedi could live in and be safe from uh, from external forces. So this idea of, like, are we, like, now that the Jedi Order has been destroyed, are we supposed to just post up somewhere and hope for the best? Are we, like, what are we supposed to do? But then also just really expanding upon what it means to be a Jedi, uh, I thought was fantastic. Um, It was an improvement over the first game in every way. There was one bit of fan service I was not, I did not like at all. I felt it was completely, excuse me, unnecessary and... And in fact, you know, and and I and I feel like they did it to harken back to the first game, but it, I almost feel like it blunted the impact of it in the first game because it was just completely like out of the blue and just felt like they were like, oh well, we have to do this, and and I, I wasn't a fan, but beyond that, mm. I just, I thought it was absolutely fantastic, and and kind of like if this is the direction that they push this series in, like I can't wait for the third one because it was a it was a, yeah. it was a really great improvement
1: over the first. Yeah, the first one I never finished. I did. I did buy this on Black Friday, but it still hasn't uh. shown up yet. I got it for like thirty bucks. So
0: yeah, oh well. Looking worth forward it. to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well worth nice.
1: it. Um, well, I only have one more. I don't know how many more you have. I have two. Okay, uh, well, this is probably one that you have. I think you played it this year. Uh, but uh, I'm pretty sure you did. Uh, Final Fantasy 16.
0: That's my number one.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> you you'll have more to say about it than me. Um, <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, I just want to, you know, it's, it's, I bought it based on your recommendation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Absolutely loved it. I played the shit out of it for a while there. And it's one that I've, again, I've got to get back to it, but it's just in terms of the storytelling and how cinematic it is Mm -hmm. and, and some of the best, the, the absolute best like combat and and fights that I played this year. It, It really reminded me of. When I played the God of War, you know, uh, yeah, on the PS4, the first one, um, it took me back to that because I, you know, I, I parts of that game I thought you know dragged along a little bit, and some of it yeah. I didn't like as, as, but the last probably two hours of that game mm-hmm. was some of my favorite shit I've ever seen in video gaming, and yeah. I got I'm obviously not at the end of this game, um, and I'm sure there's I'll see more things, but just. From what I've played, like some of the, the boss battles and just mm-hmm. this this combat and these, these just cinematic fights, man. It's yeah. just absolutely fucking incredible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I really re- – that's one thing, but I said I'm going to finish it. It'll probably be the first thing I do when I get done with RoboCop. I'm going to go back to that game because, you know, Armored Core, I could keep slamming my head against the wall or I could start something new. But I really want to get back to that game and, yeah. and see it through.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I'll touch on it real briefly after I talk about this next one. But uh, so this next one is Spider-Man 2. No surprise Mm -hmm. there. You know, I mean, Insomniac does traversal better than any studio out there, save for um, Remedy um, Mm -hmm. or not Remedy. um, Who did Titanfall?
1: Uh, re-spa- it was respawn was respawn. I think the yeah. still like there, the yeah.
0: traversal in, in Titanfall is like another fucking level. Like Titanfall yes. two, like that shit is like amazing. Yes. Um. But Insomniac, man, I mean, they just you know between if you look at all their games, you know, one of the common through lines is is they that f- sense of freedom you feel when you're, you know, whether you're fucking you know doing rocket skates in in Ratchet and Clank or you're playing um. Uh oh shit what was the Xbox game that they put out um Overdrive or uh,
1: Oh Sunset Overdrive Sunset
0: Overdrive like that God, what a in. game <laughs> Yeah exactly um and then Spider like you don't want like if you want a studio to 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 make a Spider-Man game you want it to be yep. this studio Um and and it it is a it is a natural progression on the first one in in every way the 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 story uh the the contrast between you know Peter and how, you know he's living his life and and Miles like how Miles is so much more open at a young age about his powers than mm-hmm. Peter was, and you can kind of see you know how it's it doesn't is it, it I don't know if that necessarily makes it better, but in in a lot of ways you kind of feel like it is the way that they progress. You know they're they're kind of remix um, on the Venom saga you know bringing Craven in like um you know being able to switch between characters having some stuff that you have to use Miles for some stuff you have to use Peter for um and then the addition of the web wings that just adds a whole new level mm-hmm. of how to get from point A to point B chain things together um you know I enjoyed it a, a lot I, I I I I know there's going to be DLC I can't wait to play it um, you know, it's uh, it's also like for an open world game, it's very manageable. You can do everything, and like th- I think I played third, I played it for thirty hours, and I platinumed it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's not like something where you're just like, you know, Valhalla, where you're like eighty hours into it, and you're like, fuck another region, <laughs> Like, come on. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, there was no doubt that there's no doubt that they were going to knock it out of the park, and they did. Um, mm. you know. Uh, were there a lot of surprises i mean narratively sure because it's their take on venom mm. um you know kind of mechanically and and from a design perspective not really but that doesn't mean it isn't good um right. it's just you know there's there's you know i i felt i didn't really feel like um you know there there was there was a time when I was like oh holy shit i mean that was like you know kind of uh something where i really felt like they were kind of pushing the the boundaries of 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 um you know what they had did in the first one but it was really really good <laughs> so i yeah. don't i don't care um was it wasn't as it was a lot buggier than i expected to be perfectly honest like there was a a hmm. couple times where I would, like, there was a whole sequence I had to restart the game because um, you couldn't see Peter um, and, like, other times, <laughs> I'm, like, you couldn't see skins and stuff, and so, you know, which I was really surprised at because their games are typically very polished, and I, it, yeah. it, it feels very much like they had to they had to hit a date and yeah. maybe it needed a little bit more time, which you hate to see, Right. but, you know...
1: I had was, that with the first one, too, though. I remember yeah. you know, I was playing it, and it was perfectly fine, no problems whatsoever. And then, and then, into the Spider Verse came out, and they dropped that suit. Yeah, that yeah. changed the animation, like yeah. the, like it was a, a cell shaded like suit uh, for like for miles. Man, it went janky after that.
0: Yeah, like, yeah,
1: yeah. So,
0: yeah, um, yeah, and then finally, um, Final Fantasy Sixteen, my favorite game this year. Like, head and shoulders above everything else. I mean, it is, you know. Is silly at times and overwrought in all the best ways. It goes hard at times with people getting fucking straight up murder, and you're just like, what the fuck? But <laughs> my God, like the. As you progress and unlock, you know, the, the giant, you know, monster forms you can take and the powers, like, and then get to where you can mix and match so that, okay, when I switch to this guy, I can use a power from this dude and a power from that dude. Like, if you spend the time and you know really put in the effort to do the side quests get the resources get the experience get the money you can Mm -hmm. craft a, a build of powers that is is entirely you know workable for what you want to do like they have there's things that are like you know hard hard-hitting, slow wind-up or, like, it require precise mm-hmm. timing. There's things where you just mash a fuck-ton of buttons. Like, I mean, it's <laughs> like... And then there's things that, like, you know, this this builds up the, the brake gauge and this, you know what I mean? So that you can then pivot into this power or, like, this giant, massive dragon beam or whatever, like... I mean, the the amount of flexibility... There, there are so many... Power- like, I didn't even use... There's, like, tons of them. Whole... Uh, I forget what they call them, the the different forms and stuff that you channel. Uh, mm. I didn't even touch any of them because there's so many of them, but it's like you can... And you can say, well, I'm just going to... I stick with something that works. Or if you're like, you spent money to upgrade these powers and you want to try something else... You could just refund it. No, it does no penalty. Just be like, yeah, I'm taking the money out of this, and I'm gonna put it over here. And that level of flexibility was was fantastic. I I loved I loved the voice work. I loved the story. Mm. I loved everything about it. Um, it was silly at times. I mean, just incredibly silly. And and like I said, overwrought. But my god, that combat was just insane. And just mm. I mean the the, the the way that you could just transition between forms and and attacks and 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 just things exploding everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah. And I mean your 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 God of war comparison is is very apt. Um, you know, just minus, you know, Kratos, you know, turning into a a tornado of of a green, you know, (laughs) green talons or shooting a dragon beam you know fucking unib out of his chest or or whatever um but yeah i mean i loved it i loved it I, and i mean i loved 15 um it was silly like the this kind of whole mm. boy band aesthetic to yeah. it um with their giant car and whatnot um but you know when i saw that 16 was going to be more like a devil may cry type of thing and i love devil may cry 5 i, I yeah I, I thought that game was fantastic um so when i saw that it was like that that's the type of thing they were going for and then i then they played the demo you know the demo let you carry your progress over as soon as i played that demo i was like i'm hooked this is it i'm good yeah. and and you know there's always that feeling that you know they kind of put all the effort into the beginning of a game because they know that people don't finish them. So, you know, you're a little concerned how much is Mm. this going to hold up over, you know, the, however many hours um, you end up playing it for. Uh, So, you know, I was definitely, there was a concern there, but God damn, like I fucking loved it. And, and I was, you know, and it ended, it ended well. I was was very satisfied (laughs) um, with, with the way that it ended. And, and when I finished it, I thought to myself, I don't think I'm gonna play a game this year that I enjoy more than this one. I thought maybe, maybe Spider-Man Two, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, I called it back then that I was like, I'm pretty sure this is gonna be it for me, and and it yeah. was so nice. Yeah, yeah. So so I look forward next year. You know, Baldur's Gate Three. That that for me is the one that I'm sure is gonna is gonna be there. Like I really am. I, 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 same as you, am bummed about Final Shape getting pushed because I really want to yeah. see kind of not just what does that look like, but what does is, what is a post-Final Shape world look like for Destiny? Also that.
1: Um, I'm, I'm terrified, to be honest.
0: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm curious to see, you know, as they move away from four seasons to what's it, three episodes or whatever they're calling them. Yeah, or, episodes, know, yeah. You know, kind of what that what that means. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, I, I know that Baldur's Gate three is gonna be is gonna take up a fuck ton of my time um, once it drops. Um,
1: yeah, for me, I, I there are two um, that I one I know for sure is coming out that um, what is it that bomb bomb rush cyberpunk oh yeah
0: yeah, yeah yeah yep
1: the Jack Ryan radio game it looks yep. very much like a, yeah I know that if if they even come close to Jet grind Radio, I will play the fuck out of that. And then I hope it's supposed to be this year. I think the Silent Hill 2 remake. And oh, that yeah. Uh-huh. Silent Hill 2 is is in my top three of all time games, not just Silent Hill games. Um, it's my favorite Silent Hill, but yeah. And the guys that did Blair Witch, I think are remaking that. So yep. Blooper, oh, Blooper, nice. whatever. Yeah, nice. I fucking can't wait for that game.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So I mean and, you know it's, it's it's weird because like it's before, like there was I played a lot of games. I just there was a lot of games I just was like not gonna say, Oh yeah, this was this was good. <laughs> uh, I played a lot of games where the theme was, We all do magic, but that's bad. You know, it's like yeah. like, you know, uh <laughs> but um uh, you know, as always, it was, it was, uh, you know, kind of fun to, to get on this show and, and talk about him and bitch about him. And, uh, I have, I have so many games in the queue now that I actually canceled Gamefly because, nice. Uh, you know, on the PlayStation free with my paid subscription, I've lost judgment.
1: Mm-hmm. I bought
0: Elden Ring, um, with, the, with all my Gamefly coupons, um, And I also have Mafia 2, which I'm actually really looking forward to getting into um, because I've never played it. Then on the Xbox, I have to finish Sea of Stars. I cannot wait to play the Dead Space remake. I can't wait to play the Dead Space remake on Easy and then do New Game Plus and just fuck shit up. like play Just play it like Gears of War. Um, I have Like a Dragon Ishii. Uh, Ishan, and then Like a Dragon, um, the man who changed his name. So mm-hmm. I have all of those. And then Baldur's Gate 3 coming at some point. And then one of the things I'm asking for for Christmas is the uh, bundle of Star Trek games for the Switch, where it's got Koror mm-hmm. 1 and 2, um, Jedi Academy, uh, Jedi Knight 2, Fallen Jedi, um, I forget what else, um, Force Unleashed, um so, you know, I'll be playing. And then I have all the games that I bought on the Steam sale. So, again, yeah. into Divinity, uh, you know, Original Sin 1 and 2, and Medieval, you know, all the, the Half-Life. So, it's like, I was like, I don't need to pay, you know, for Gamefly. And honestly, like, actually, like, once it was done, I was like, I kind of felt pretty good because I was, you know, I always felt like, okay, I'm paying X amount a month. This only makes sense financially if I'm renting and finishing X amount of games yeah. per month. So, it's like, I don't feel like now I have to rent because I would right. have rented like the new Avatar game which looks like it could be good but it's like I would be renting it more because I'm like well that's a $60 game so if I rent it and play it then that paid for that justified paying for Gamefly um, whereas I have so much stuff now that I'm looking forward to playing that I'm like I pff, I don't need to pay uh, yeah. you know an extra 30 bucks a month so um,
1: shit man like I have my backlog is such that I don't know that I have enough hours left on this earth to finish <laughs>
0: All, all the things that I own. <laughs> oh, and I have, I have the Burning Shores uh, that DLC for, um, uh, that Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah. I have to do that yeah. too. Yeah. Yep. So, so I got to finish up all these fucking school stories so I can go to bed <laughs> and uh, <laughs> let Let Yagami move on with this case they would be like, where have you been? I was like, uh, don't ask. Yeah. As he walks in, just resplendent in medals, like skateboarding, dance, like, yeah, like that. it's been a night. <laughs> nice. All right. So um, this has been episode, what is it? One, 187. 187, yeah. So uh, thanks everybody for hanging out. And, um, you know, so next show will be our... Uh, you know our favorite movies that we watched. I, I look forward. I can't wait to hear about Godzilla minus one. Maybe I'll get a chance to go see it myself. Um, but um, yeah, it it it'll be a fun episode as we kind of look back on uh, on a very weird year of movies, but um, mm-hmm. also with some uh, some really standout films. So uh, thank you for hanging out, and uh, we look forward to spending some more time with you in the next couple weeks. So For myself and Mitch, thank you again. Good night, and have a good evening.